0: Chat, chat with groups and two. Games at home and away Story
1: stats and history About football in Australia
0: Welcome to Kick the Kick it is backward and Coming Forward Here for our round 11 breakdown, Charlie
1: Yes, yeah, the round 11 wrap-up The um, uh, end of May End of May, what a um, round of upsets as well I know, I know It was very good. hard to pick
0: Oh, the first five games were ridiculous Yeah Yeah like he had a nice stable team, like Essen and uh, then doing what they had to do. <laughs> doing what they needed to do. Now, before we get stuck into the round, I want to quickly tell you a bit about who Sir Doug Nicholls is. Yes, please. Um, Sir Douglas Ralph Nicholls is his full name, born in 1906, December 9. He was born in Kamarugunna Mission in New South Wales. Very talented athlete. He played Aussie rules football for Northcote and Fitzroy. Um, he was a member of the Aboriginal Australian cricket team that toured England in 1928 uh, he played 54 games for Fitzroy alongside some some classic names you and I know well Hayden Button, Fred Curcio, uh, Chicken Smallhorn. What a team. Um, Dinny Ryan would have been another one. Yeah. Yeah. Not quite the man's team from the twenties. No, but no, yeah. great, great team. Yeah. Um, so after his sporting career, Nichols became a pastor in the Churches of Christ. He was a founding member of the Aborigines Advancement League in Victoria and served as its president from fifty-seven to sixty-seven. He was also a member of the Australian Council of Aboriginal Affairs from sixty-seven to seventy-two. In 1972, he was knighted for his services to Aboriginal Australians. He was the first Aboriginal Australian to be knighted. Mm -hmm. In 1976, he was appointed governor of of South Australia, becoming the first Aboriginal Australian to hold a vice-regal office and was governor until 1977. I believe he met the Queen twice. And when the AFL decided to name this, the family had no idea. I think they were just looking for... I think they were looking for maybe getting him into the Hall of Fame. Yes. Um... And the AFL's like, no, we want to name a whole round after him. Round after him. Yeah, and now it's expanded to two rounds. Yeah,
1: which is fantastic. And, Absolutely. And fitting that it come, goes over uh, reconciliation week as well, which we know just started yeah. on on Saturday. Yep, and we had sorry um, day last Friday. We had sorry day on Friday, yep. and then Saturday, uh, yeah, starting off going through until this coming Saturday. So, And yeah. I, I like that it goes for two rounds as well because it gives those teams a chance to play in front of their home crowd. Yep. It's Play in time. front of their home crowd in, fr- in in their indigenous skirt, yep. um, jersey, and it just seems to be building in momentum and every every year, which is fantastic, yep. and yep. adding more more things and uh and being more. Uh, um, more uh, connected to the clubs, proper. There's yeah. real connection yep. with most
0: Absolutely. clubs. Yeah, yeah, which is great. I want to know what all the teams do with the gifts they give each other. Yeah, are they on display in a museum somewhere? Can I go and visit the collection they all have?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah very interesting. I'd like to know. And nice to nice to um, have some of the 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 dances and the songs and these and these traditions that are built into it. Speaking of which, um, another piece of piece of news that links to our first game was the uh, the Adam Goodes uh, statue. statue that yeah. was that was uh, announced or, or unveiled sorry yes. I should say which was fantastic yeah absolutely um, of of that great dance that he did I've never been to the SCG, have you no not in a long time oh so yeah. you have been to it yes okay now I've, I've never yeah, been to it yeah. I'd love
0: to go. Walked around that side, but I've never been to it. Mm. Um, anyway, let's get stuck into the round. Before we do, um, players took kit goals in all the first 11 matches. Hasn't changed. Oscar Allen, Charlie Kerno, Ben King, Aaron Norton, Isaac Rankin. There we go. Still still hanging everyone's in there. still
1: there. Still hanging in there. Just waiting for another one to drop off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's get stuck into it then. And on Friday, uh, we did have Sydney versus Carlton.
0: Luke Parker's 100th game as Swans captain as well. Um, here's some others who are on that list. Who have captained the Swans for at least 100 games? Ron Clegg, Bobby Skilton, Dennis Carroll, Paul Kelly, Brett Kirk, Jared McVeigh. So he joined some pretty He's big names. Very big names. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the winner of the Goods O'Loughlin medal was Chad Warner of the Sydney Swans. And I mean, Carlton very much under the pump at the moment. Yeah, they didn't, didn't the, win a game all of May. No, the pressure's on. The pressure is on. Which is, you know, I, I feel for Vossi.
1: Yeah. It's what It's less. It's less the losing in the way than the way they're losing, don't you think? When you've got the
0: co- two Coleman, last two common medals on your team and you yeah, can't, can't kick a goal, it's really worrying.
1: Trouble. Yeah, really worrying. Yeah. Hopefully, this is the hopefully this is the time for a bit of a figure out of what's going on and a, and a reset to come home strong for them. Yeah, for if you, them. If you, if you want to hope that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, and then on to Saturday where our first game we had St. Kilda versus Hawthorne.
0: Okay, so this wasn't the Blue Ribbon Match.
1: Okay. Um, I know they play later on in the
0: season. It's interesting because there was one website that was promoting this as the Silk Miller Blue Ribbon Match. And and trying to sell tickets, um, but nowhere else really mentioned it. So so whether it's not a thing anymore because of the negative police connotations connotations around these days... Or it's later in the year. I'm not sure. Yeah, but nothing was handed out. Okay, there was no mention of it. So maybe later in the year. Um, and it was an interesting game. Saints really let the Hawks back in, and yeah. the Hawks, you know, finally took got, it. Yeah, got the scalp they have probably been looking for most of the season. Yeah. <coughs> um, the Saints last seven games since round four have gone win, loss, win, loss, win, loss, win, loss. So they play the Swans in two weeks' time. They're guaranteed a win. <laughs> <laughs> Bad luck,
1: we'll what <laughs> There. Um, our next game was uh, Melbourne or Nam versus Wally up uh, on Saturday afternoon at the MCG. And you were there. I was. I was there. Uh, with my daughter for a very first live game of the MCG. Very exciting yeah. times. Um, and
0: I, I, I sent you a message. I, you didn't reply to me, but no. the similarities with my daughter's. <laughs> my daughter's first game was also a demon's loss. Yeah,
1: but your team won,
0: yeah, so true. it's not yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you must have been disappointed. Second year in a row, yeah. the Dockers have beaten the Ds at the MCG
1: in round 11. Yeah, well, there you go. Okay. Um, they, yeah, no, they play... They, they Definitely, they brought it to us, and they played. They played well. Luke Jackson, yeah, Don't did right. very well. Yeah, did very well. Their their ruck stocks looked pretty good up against ours. Well, they
0: lost Sean Darcy. Yeah, but didn't need him. Like it, that was the turning point. Was Jackson going to the ruck,
1: and yeah. he's a pure ruckman.
0: Mm. Why looks, like a forward? Yeah. looks like
1: it. Yeah, looks like it. Yeah, so disappointing there. And then uh, that took us to Geelong versus GWS. Yeah, Toby Green's 200th game. Yes. The
0: first Giants player
1: to play 200
0: games for only the Giants. Only the Giants, there you Callum go. Callum Waters also played 200, but he also had played games for the Dogs before yes. he joined the Giants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, interestingly enough, GWS have played at eight different venues in the first 11 rounds. That is, really? They've played at the Sydney Showgrounds, Perth Stadium, Marvel, Norwood Oval, Manica, SCG, MCG, and now Cardinia. Just moving around. yeah, And did not seem to affect them. I actually didn't realise they've won their last three games at the, at the Cattery. Really? Yep, they've won their last three. I was watching going, oh, the Giants have probably never won here. This is great. No, I look, they've won three. their last three.
1: That is pretty impressive Isn't considering it? where Geelong have been sitting. And what a fortress it, it generally yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: Geelong's the first side to ever field three Irish players in the one team. Zach Tui, Mark O'Connor and Oyson Mullen was the debutante.
1: There you go. Yeah.
0: Three Irish. I'm very surprised that that's the first time that's happened. I mean, there's a few who have had two. Yeah. Yep. That's what I mean. But yeah, yeah. Not, but never three. Um, now, before this year, Charlie, Chris Scott, the, the Chris Scott coached Cats, had only ever lost three in a row once in his tenure of, what, 11 years. Yep. This year they've done that twice now.
1: They've lost three in they a row. They lost twice. their first three and then they, they wrote, lost around 1911. Yep. And the only other time would have been the start of last year, right? No, they dominated last year. They didn't
0: lose three in a row. It would have been probably 2015 or 16.
1: When did they start? No, didn't they start really poorly? Or was that the that year was before? this year.
0: I thought
1: it was... Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, I know it was this year, but I thought it was... Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I think they were f- they were like four and three last year at this time. Okay. But they didn't yeah, lose? but not in a row. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, you're absolutely right. Um. Well, there you go. Yeah, Interesting. Uh, then we had the Suns versus the Doggies. Yeah, up in Darwin, Larrakia land. Um, great, great stadium, great oval. Have you been there, have you? Yeah. yeah. Love that one. She's game fun. Yeah. Um, looked very slippery, but
0: yeah. everyone was getting stuck in. It was a really good game as well. Doggies kicked the first three, but then the Suns hit back and ended up winning the game in a very similar way to the way the Giants won, actually. Had a lead, the, the, the opposition pegged them back and they kicked the goal to kind of get just ahead and won. Yeah. Um, the Suns are now are now three and two at To Stadium and have won, haven't been uh, undefeated there in the last two years.
1: Not bad. Yeah, doing all play, right. Play
0: play a few games up there, maybe yeah. they need
1: to move o- move over there.
0: And I love the guy up there who does the welcome to the country. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think they'll move up there, but definitely need a team up there. Or
1: well, just you know play some, game, you know, just move across. Or we'll make make an, a
0: team that's like Northern Australia and they play like up in Cairns and the Darwin and not bad. Why couldn't you do that?
1: Um, yeah, surely you could. Yeah. Um, we just we just need to put in our submission to the AFL tonight. yeah well, we're
0: gonna run the team, are we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. that's
1: right, yeah. Um, and our last game on Saturday, and the only one that went the way people thought that would, as you mentioned, was West Coast Essendon.
0: It was and I was right, we didn't win
1: by over a hundred.
0: I knew No, that, that you we, were,
1: I think you said around fifty. I think I said to around. Me maybe, I said around yeah.
0: thirty, yeah, I okay. think. Um, look, we did what we had to do. As a professional performance, we got the job done. Yeah. Obviously, West Coast are under the pump in the media and over here as well. So they were always going to come out pretty hard. And they're probably a 5 goal better team in Perth anyway. Yeah. Um, But it was Essendon's biggest winning margin in Western Australia for 20 years. Wow. um, And they kept their opponent to the lowest ever score in a game outside of Victoria.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah, biggest win over the Eagles since 2001 when we beat them by 88 points. I
1: feel like the Eagles are really letting a few uh, records go this year. Essendon's biggest win over the Eagles, though, was 142 points in
0: 1989. Nothing like that. Now, last week, you and I were talking about how West Coast, you know, they're in Fitzroy territory. We mean, um, and I just want to clarify this because... Their you, results on the field are, but off the field, they are nothing like no, Fitzroy. No, it's a completely different no, game. They have, well, they don't
1: owe money to a Nauru, no, first they don't, of all. No, <laughs> they've, they've
0: got a lot of money. There's still a lot of support over there for them. Yeah, absolutely. So they're not going anywhere. They're no. not going to fold like Fitzroy, but no. the, their performances on the field are pretty atrocious. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's stuck. And especially when, it, when it's been going for this extended period of time and there's doesn't feel like there's much a uh, sign of hope of hope no because as you as you said like this they're not really they're, they've still got a few older guys in that on that list and oh yeah yeah, yeah a bit
0: of pain there if you're yeah your supporter yeah i know we in our later but, prediction we were like oh they're gonna bounce back up
1: but, t- but oh, no. as as you said the fact the fact that they're so strong off the field gives you uh to say that They're they're probably Going to bounce back Faster than many Other clubs might In the yeah, same position Because yeah. they've got Good structures in place They know how to win They've still got A winning culture Yeah they do um, They just can't do it On the ground At the yeah. moment Yeah, yeah.
0: All right, so Sunday's game. Sunday's
1: game. So Richmond versus Port Adelaide, and Port yeah. just kept that train rolling. They
0: did um, eight in the row, which is an equal best streak record for the Port Adelaide Power. They've done it now three times in two thousand and two, two thousand and three, and now two thousand and fourteen. Okay, yeah. So sorry, and two thousand and fourteen, and now twenty twenty three. Yeah, yeah. So fourth yeah. time they've done it. Um, Richmond also new coach. Uh, so we know Damien Hardwick stepped down during the week. Yes, um, not the first caretaker coach. There's been a few here. I've actually got a list that I saw Rhett Bartlett put up. Here's some other caretaker coaches that Richmond have had. Okay. Charlie Taylor, Max Hislop, Mel Morris, Jack Titus, Dick Harris, Verdon Howell, Barry Richardson, Jeff Geeshen, Unleashed the Geish, uh, and Jade Rowlings. Oh, yeah, Rowlings have also been caretaker coaches. Um, yeah, so eight in the row for Port, and the Port power had 10 individual goal kickers. No one kicked more than one goal. Yeah! Wow. Last time a winning team had this many no single goal kickers. goal kickers. Yeah. Twenty twenty round twelve Carlton versus Fremantle. Yeah.
1: Very. Uh, it's not very um, common, is it, to have? No. Yeah. To be sharing it around that much that without much. without someone kicking a bag as well. Like it's usually an absolute goal fest when you when yeah. you see that. Yeah. Yep. So. That, yeah. Very interesting. Um, so that takes us to Collingwood North Melbourne. Yep. Still side, side bottom. Side
0: bottom's three hundred. Yeah, and subbed off, hurting his knee in the opening quarter. Joins a few other big names who have injured themselves in milestone games. Yeah, um, Dustin Fletcher being the biggest, probably four hundredth game he got subbed off in that. Which I mean, not, not surprising. We a 400th nursed, nursed <laughs> four hundred and last. Yeah, 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 yeah. We nursed him to that. But what, a, what, a, what a side it was. Um, Robbie Gray for two hundred fiftieth, and these two hundred gamers: Michael Johnson, Brad Stool, Nathan Jones, and Alan dydak all subbed off in their two hundredth game. Mm. Um, Collingwood was the only team to kick over hundred goals, uh, hundred points on, this uh, yeah. this round. Yeah. I only did it by five points
1: as well. Low scoring affairs, yeah.
0: weren't they? Uh Close games. Nick Larky though kicked five against the top team.
1: That's pretty good, isn't it? There's signs at North. Yeah, yeah. There's some um, things
0: going on. Mason Cox with his hundred, ga- hundred games. I'm like, oh, what other nationalities? People born overseas have played hundred games.
1: Yep. So not being born in Australia. Jimmy Steins.
0: Well, I've got a i have got got a nice big list here. Oh, okay, big list, um, all right. And Mason Cox isn't even the number one Australian, a uh, number one American player. Really? Don Pike was born in America. He played ah, one hundred and thirty-two games. Okay, okay. So he's he's hunting that down. Um, Alex Jezelenko, born in Austria, two hundred and seventy-nine games. Uh, Harry Lamumba, Brazil, yes. one hundred seventy-eight. Mike Pike from Canada. Jose Romero, he was from Chile, played two hundred and ten. Uh, two hundred eleven, sorry. Val Perovic from Croatia. Yep. Uh Paul Vinar from Czech Republic. Alapati Carlisle from Fiji. Played one more game than David Roden. Did <laughs> he? Uh, Alex Rusklik, who is from Germany. Uh, obviously Jimmy Steins, like you said. And Zach Tui's 14 games off that. Oh really? Yeah. I've heard him. Have you heard him talk about it? No. He's like, it'll be like killing Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, he'll, he's going to do it, obviously. So, yeah, well,
0: I didn't think he would, wouldn't he? Yeah. Uh, Wayne Schwoss from New Zealand, Mil Hanna from Lebanon, Mel Michael from Papua New Guinea.
1: God, there's quite a few, aren't there? It's quite a few,
0: yeah. Um, who else? Stephen Lawrence from South Africa, Peter Bell, South Korea, Chris Massey was Swedish, Henry Genaret was from Switzerland, Alex Ashenko from the Ukraine, Bill Eason. Is the highest playing games for someone from the UK. Okay. Ian Peary from Zimbabwe and um, Don Pike, I said as well. So they're all the record holders for overseas. it'd be interesting
1: t- interesting though to uh, to maybe have a look at that list and think you know th- they may have been born overseas but who actually grew up overseas yeah that's, yeah, that's a very good point that's that might, that's a different looking list i imagine yes i yeah. didn't,
0: didn't have time to look that up no, <laughs> no
1: i'm not saying i'm just you know Sorry, that Charlie. that <laughs> that might change things um so that so then that takes us to our final game of the round which was adelaide versus brisbane uh
0: yeah so Lions, two losses in a row at Adelaide Oval now. Yeah. not Looking a bit shaky, they are. Um, and Adelaide getting the win, which is a very big win for them, especially after their loss last week. Um, so two things that stood out in this match they got from Swamp Thing. Yep. Um, first was both opposition rucks had 50-plus hitouts for the game. Yep. Last time that happened was 2015. Fremantle-Brisbane Aaron Sanderlands versus Matthew Lewenberger. Yeah, wow. So, quite a while ago. Um, the other thing was Charlie Cameron kicked four goals again. It's the fourth time um, he's kicked four goals in the last four interstate matches he's played. So, round five in South Australia, round seven. So, round six in the ACT, round eight in Victoria, and now round 11 in South Australia. He
1: likes the travel. Yeah. There you go.
0: Um, And, yeah, first place since Josh Kennedy. In 2017, to kick to four, do that, Four plus goals in four straight interstate games. Um, all right, so looking at the ladder, it's now Collingwood and Port Adelaide. Yeah. Um, this is only the second time in the final eight era, since we used the final eight in 1994, where the reigning grand finalists were both sitting outside the top eight, 11 games into the season. That's fascinating. Last time isn't was 2005, Port and Brisbane. Port and Brisbane both didn't do it. Yeah, and then we can see. Uh, I think Essendon snuck back into the top eight. They Hell certainly no.
1: have. Yep, we're well, on that percent that percentage, just keeping Frio out there. But it, so things are moving around. Yeah,
0: but then you've got like the Gold Coast Suns are only a game out as
1: well. I know. Well, yeah. So yeah, as you said, the the two grand finalists, Geelong, Sydney, and the Gold Coast Suns are all on the same twenty points, just one one game out. Yeah. Um, and then you've got Carlton only t- on the half a game outside that as well. So yeah. it's very interesting.
0: All right, Coles goals, leading goal kickers. Uh, we got Collingwood, the round 11 winner, yep. 16 goals. The only team who scored over 100. Um, for the season, it's still the Demons, 167. Uh, Geelong 161, Brisbane
1: 158 I was going to say, I think the fact it was a low scoring round really helped us there You scored as many goals as the Cats did, so yeah, not an issue No. Um, now last week, Charlie, we started going through the footy, the Indigenous jumpers We did And we did that by using their Indigenous names We as did, well. so we were doing... Uh, uh, what we were we doing? Alphabetical order based on the Indigenous name, weren't we? We were, so let's finish that off Let's do it So... Um, the first, the first one we have to talk about, are uh, Richmond or Kow Um So, the Tigers' yep. jersey, so designed
0: by their assistant coach Xavier Clark. Nice, a proud and respected Larrakia and uh, Aramimo Matijevin man. I work on the sashes from the original painting from from Xavier's uncle Timothy Dummo, which. Depicts a wanga, a dance, from Clark's people. The Mari Amuwari Tejan clan of the Amoy River floodplains. Uh, the wenka, wenka, the Wenka tells the story of elders calling out to their ancestors to protect and guide people while on country. It represents looking after each other and looking after family. Yeah, beautiful.
1: Uh, so, second... Uh, a bit confusing With all these different names So bear with me Second on that list uh, Is Second on that list Is Adelaide um, Who uh, uh, Tantanya Tantanya um, The jump was designed by Amateur educator and artist April uh, a uh, Campbell From the tea tree community In the Northern Territory uh,
0: the, the auntie of, of Adelaide Crows AFLW play Danielle Ponta nice Yeah. Um, the design centres on a connection as one club inclusive of all players staff members fans and communities aims to create a sense of belonging strength and community while celebrating current and past indigenous players the thin white lines surrounding the red path of the Crows tracks which represent the journey of players was what resonated most for her the thin
1: lines show the pathway from young people to play football and flow in our footsteps yeah beautiful I'm loving all these jumpers. They look fantastic. Uh, so next up on that list is Essendon or uh, Tullamarine.
0: Yeah, and I had some... I my wife's like, Tullamarine is not an indigenous word. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so students, Momo Wilcox, a Yawuru girl born on Wurundjeri, Woiwurrung country, and Jackie Sinclair working with the club to create a, a Guernsey featuring Wa the Crow. Uh, Wari is one of the moiti totems for the Wurundjeri Wariwurrung people of the Eastern Kulin Nation and is a protective spirit. The Crows' open wings create the sash on the jersey with circles in the background representing the connections between players, staff and teammates. And I really like this design. Yeah. It's a thing. Um, it's along the bottom fun. of the jersey are people standing arm in arm, further representing how people from all different backgrounds have come together to make the S in the football club what it is today. The Aboriginal art symbol for campsite and waterhole represent a meeting place where people could socialise and be together as well.
1: Yeah, beautiful. And the the next team is uh, sorry. Sydney Swans. It is sorry, Sydney Swans. So Waran or Warane, okay. the Sydney Swans.
0: Apologies. Um, and they're the only club that didn't design a new one this year. They're using last year's design yeah. again, which uh, was designed by Lua Pellegrini. A proud Wiradjuri woman who grew up on Durag country. The artwork on the jersey is titled Dagawebel Winjama Gijil", which means altogether respectfully. Depicts the story of the 19 Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander men who have played for the Sydney Swans, both past and present. The jersey is a celebration of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Island culture and heritage and is a reminder of the important role that these players have played in the history of the Sydney Swans.
1: Yeah, beautiful. Um... Then we had uh, Freya or Walyalup, uh, who were next. And I love that they actually changed their logo as well, not just
0: their yeah, jumper. Yeah, it looks
1: cool. Yeah, yeah. Looks very Which, I
0: mean, that'll probably start happening with every club soon yeah. as well. Uh, the jumper's designed by Carly Gray in collaboration with their captain, Alex Pierce, telling the journey of Pierce from Tasmania to Perth. Um, contains a few different things. There's kelp carriers, which represent the Palawa culture. There's some yellow, which is mutton birds. Uh, there's some shell necklaces. There's a yarning circle, um, and it actually has Yatalwitta, which is Tasmania, down the bottom as well. So ten lines around that for the ten years Alex Pierce has been at the at the football club.
1: Um, yeah, it's a pretty cool design. It certainly is. Um, sixth, we had uh, Collingwood or uh, Yalabirang. Um So this their jumper, staying pretty uh, traditional. Um, but designed by Jab Warung and Kira Wurrung artist Tani Jarvis. The design tells the story of the many individuals and the groups that make up the Collingwood Football Club.
0: Yeah, featuring uh, circles within the black stripes of the jersey, each circle is unique and represents the people and their stories that make up the club. Cross-hatching, which is commonly used technique within Aboriginal
1: artwork in the southeastern southwest region of Victoria, sorry, is used to create the white stripes of the jumper. So It's, it's really lovely, I think... Um, just because it mentions it there, that uh, we're seeing lots of different styles of, and traditions of Indigenous art on all these different jumpers and it's not that um, what I guess a lot of people would think of as traditional Indigenous art dot paintings mm. and those sorts of things. It's really... Varied. A, a really varied. A, 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 some tr- more traditional stuff, some more uh, uh, modern and using all different... Um, areas. And I love That's that we fantastic. saw that
0: with the, um, the dancers as well. Yes. On the weekend. Like
1: they're all very different.
0: Absolutely. Then we have possibly my favourite jumper.
1: Yeah, Port Adelaide, Adelaide. or Yatapulti, as we mentioned that, that yep. name last
0: a week. Striking design. Um, a collaboration between Peter Burgoyne and Adelaide artist Laz Gein. The jersey depicts several generations of Burgoyne's Indigenous jersey has been designed by Yatapulti Yart- and Proud Nagara man from York Peninsula. Hmm, I haven't written that well. Troy Wilson was the one who wrote that. Um, features a number, a number of traditional Nangara symbols, including the emu, goanna, and water serpent. The emu represents the strength and endurance of the Nangara people. Goanna, the land, and water. The serpent represents the connection between the people and the land, and the jersey also features the Naranga flag, which is a symbol
1: of the pride and identity for the people. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, North Melbourne were uh, next, and they are uh, Yearn Deville. Um, so, this one was designed by uh, Wemba Wemba, Gunditjmara, Mara, Nga G and Tungurong artist Emma Bamblett. It was called Connecting Through Identity. Mm. Um. And it was inspired by the men's uh, team's three indigenous players. So, we've got Jai Simpkin, who's Yorti Yorta, Yorta Taran Thomas, Camilla Roy, and uh, Lumaran Ta. Tanta Tana sorry and Phoenix Spicer who's uh, Numbawa great name Phoenix Spicer yeah and um, a connection to, uh, to their kinship country and the club
0: yeah uh, I love the use of the old like the, the different colour blue they've kind of got there it's yeah. a bit lighter there's white white lines for the wings of the kangaroo tracks in the middle there's water as a design there as well the back features a totem from each player: long-necked turtle for Simkin, a platypus, and the goanna for Thomas, and the barramundi for Spicer.
1: And all connecting that that football ground on in the centre.
0: Yeah, Arden Street. Yeah. Know, with
1: our bunjil soaring over it. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Beautiful. Um, and the last one for us. There's two more. Isn't there? No, I think just the one. Um, was uh, Saint Kilda who are Yoruk and this is a fantastic one there's lots lots to talk about with this one so in its commemoration of its Gambul Marang the or the Bunurang translation of 150th year yeah which is a celebration this year and those who've contributed to its Yawa its journey uh, it was designed by indigenous artist Jade Kennedy of the Noongar Nation Um, it was Wajak Wilman Karjin and Bibbulman
0: We've got the family totems of Brad Hill, Jade Gresham, Nazia, Wangani Malira, Marcus Windhager, Isaac Keeler, Jack Paris, and Janome Anderson, encircling the names of the First Nation Saints who have played a senior game for the club, representing the, part, the collective past present, along with the foundations they've laid for the future. They're accompanied by traditional gathering place and journey symbols um, to further reference the club's Yawa. Um, and for the first time, both the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander's flags Feature in front of the jumper with the words Gumbu Boulong. Another boulong,
1: Which we said is 150th year
0: Yep, yep. Um, And the other thing is This is a, a callback to their jersey they wore In the war era, 1915 to yes. 1922 Because for those of you who don't know St. Kilda changed their colours Because red, white and black was the colour of Germany Yeah So they didn't want to be associated with Germany So they changed their colours to the colour of Belgium Which was red, black and yellow Mm. Which is also the colour of the Indigenous flag So it feeds in very nicely there um, To their history and to the Indigenous culture Yeah that They're representing
1: Yeah, no, it's a fa- it's fantastic And it's, yeah, linking all the all that tradition together
0: Beautiful Yeah Alright, Charlie, let's finish off by just looking ahead to the coming round
1: Which is the start of the split round Oh, yeah, this is the time when we start to not get to watch our teams play on the weekend
0: Yeah, although yours is playing on Friday
1: Yes yeah, this is this is where we start seeing the resets of like clubs being able to play earlier in the weekend again who've been just been playing on Sundays for the last yeah. since, since the start of the year. Yeah. Uh so looking forward to round to round twelve, we have um on Friday night, as you mentioned, Melbourne playing Carlton at the G.
0: Yeah, the uh I don't don't know if they apply this anymore, the RD, the Ronald Dale Barassi Trophy. The RDB. They played for it between sixty-five and seventy-two, and then I think they bought it back for two th- from two thousand and two. But I, I don't think it's
1: still. Did a we thing. play for the Cruiser Cup at one stage? Oh no, wait, that was a that's that was different. Yeah, that's a different thing.
0: <laughs> um, so keep your eyes and ears open for the RD RD Barassi Cup, but I don't think it's a thing. Should be shameful. Shame. Should Shame be. It's not.
1: Uh, next up on Saturday we have Port Adelaide versus Hawthorne.
0: Yep. Should be a good game Not much to report there no. Court looking to break
1: their Best ever streak Based Going for nine streak. in a row yeah, And, and I reckon d- they're pretty well positioned Well especially playing at Adelaide Oval But Hawthorne have looked okay The last couple of weeks True So we'll see um, Optus Oval West Coast versus Collingwood Optus Stadium Optus Stadium sorry. Um,
0: And Collingwood beat West Coast uh, Sorry West Coast beat Collingwood last year ah. They're one of the three teams That they've beaten in the last two, three years and, Which is, and in a grand final not that long ago. Well, yeah, but it's, <laughs> no. it's ridiculous to know that Collingwood are the way they are, but West Coast beat them last year. Yeah. In Melbourne. Yeah. Um, anyway, in this game, Jack Crisp will become the sixth player in history to play 200 consecutive games, joining the likes of Jim Steins, Adam Uze, Adam Goods,
1: Jack Titus, and Brett Kirk. Good. Another great list. Yeah. Another great list. Uh, Next up on that list We have Western Bulldogs Versus Geelong Cats At Marvel The Dogs and the Cats They've played for Three different cups Across their history The East Coast Challenge Cup
0: In 1985 The Filler Cup From 2000 to 2002 And then the Origin Energy West Victoria (laughs) Cup 2004 to 2005 And nothing since No
1: Because you don't need A cup for every Just Don't you Every game of football No Okay uh, then we've got the Suns versus the Crows at TIO yep. on the Saturday night. Another game in Darwin. I love that they have like a kind of little stay there. Yeah. to play. I mean,
0: it'd be better if there was a team based there, but mm-hmm. um, this, this, say,
1: this is how it starts. This is how it starts.
0: Yeah, it's true. Uh, yep, that'll be a good game. The Suns yep. looking to be undefeated in Darwin again, but the Crows coming off a very good win as yes, well. They certainly are. Sunday we've got GDW- GWS versus Richmond. This will be good as well. Adam Kingsley, an ex-assistant coach at. The Tigers, so he has a bit of insider knowledge.
1: Mm,
0: yep. Uh, Essendon
1: versus North,
0: Timmy at Marvel. They, yep, another good Arlo. game. Traditional rivals, the Mar- battle, of the Marshmallows, you might call it. Um, I think there's there's a real historic rivalry here that goes back that to like the days when Essendon kept North Melbourne out of the That's VFL nice. because they didn't want to have to share the recruiting zone with them, and then North Melbourne ended up like. The VFL kind of said, oh, if you merge with Essendon, then you can kind of become a team. And then they did. And then then the VFL kicked them out. And and Essendon Essendon just stole all their good players. players. What a time. The one year in (laughs) in the first 50 years when North Melbourne actually were good, (laughs) Essendon beat them in the grand final. Um, Yeah, there's lots of little connections there. North Melbourne's first premiership captain was an Essendon player, Barry Davis. Yeah, Lots of little connections there and little rivalry things. Um, Between 2008 and 2013, they played for the Archer Herd medal.
1: Yeah okay. Best on,
0: best on ground was given that. Again, that's been phased out. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And we have three, four teams having a bye. Four teams having a bye. Yeah. Brisbane, uh, Fremantle, St Kilda, and Sydney. Yeah. All right. Well, that's what to look forward to. That's that's what's coming. A bit of yeah. That's a bit of been. Not as many games, but you know, still
0: plenty of good football to watch. I think. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, let's leave us today with Paul Kelly's song "Every Day My right. Mother's Voice," which he wrote um, about Adam Goods. Nice. So finish
1: it finishes off yeah. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Timmy, and uh
0: Goods can he roll it through? He can. Cometh the moment. Cometh the champion.
1: Every day the sun comes up Like the day before Every day I fill my cup Stand up straight and walk through the door Every day my mother's voice Talks to me Every day I make my choice What to do
0: Thanks for listening to the Kick to Kick Podcast present Backward in Coming Forward. You can find all our old episodes wherever you get your good podcasts. If you want to get in contact with us, our email address is kick to kickpodcast at gmail.com. On social media, we have Twitter at kick to kickpod, or on Facebook, or you can find us on Instagram at backwards and coming forward. For a full list of our resources and what we use in this show, go to our website, which is kicktokick.podbean.com. Thanks very much for listening.